Welcome everybody back to the Friar Talk podcast after a devastating season opener for the Padres where they lose on a walk-off home run. That was a tough one. Um, but today we're gonna gonna stay positive, try not to overreact. I think we were all super frustrated. I think every Padre fan was a little bit frustrated after last night. Um, just the debacle that was the ninth inning in that game. But for today's episode, we want to talk about CJ Abrams. He is going to be ma- making his MLB debut tonight. So we're gonna be talking about him. Also, going to talk about the NL Rookie of the Year race. Um, we're, we're barely on the way, um, but CJ is definitely one of the guys that should be mentioned in this race. And going to talk about, really, is he the favorite? Where is he? Who's ahead of him? Who's really competing for that award? But CJ Abrams, his MLB, MLB debut tonight. Chase, how you feeling about it? Are you pumped to be seeing CJ out there? That I am. Uh, you know, he's playing his natural position. Uh, Kim's got his day off. He's playing short. Um, we've seen kind of what he can do in spring training. I want to see how his power plays in an MLB game. I want to see him steal some bases. I want to see him use his speed all around the infield on the bases. Uh, kind of just want to see how his bat plays. I mean, we've been looking forward to it. We've called him the top prospect since last year. You know, it's always great to see you know, your top prospects come into the game and see if they're ready or not. I mean, we've been calling it all spring training. This guy needs to make the roster. He's proven himself. He's had a better spring than Tatis. He's answered the question to his powers. And you know what? It's always a good thing to have a couple new bats in there when you're facing Merrill Kelly because for some reason, Whenever the Padres face Merrill Kelly, it's like they forget how to bat. It's like the Monstars. You know, they take the baseball and give it to Merrill Kelly, and he becomes a god. And it was just all the Padres' hitting ability went into that baseball. And so, you know, hopefully Voight and Alfaro and uh, Abrams, you know, carry this offense tonight because we need it. Yeah, mentioning, you know, you mentioned the Monstars. It seems like that all those – Powers went into the baseball last night. They only got four hits, one of them for an extra base hit. And it was, I mean, it sucked. They had really good approaches at the plate, but I feel like, you know, when you see your pitch, you should be able to do something with it. And I feel like not many of them did. Um, The only one I could think of that did, two of them, I guess, uh, Hosmer, for sure. He hit the ball hard. Congrats to him. Uh, I'm giving him props finally. and another being Profar, but that was only a single. But the rest of them didn't exactly hit the ball too hard. Uh, I feel like Madison Bumgarner missed quite a bit of spots, and especially that guy. I forgot his name, the one that used to play for the Padres. Um, he was only throwing like 88, 89. I feel like they should have been able to do do some damage off both of them. Uh, I know Luke Weaver came in at one point, and he threw his throwing all right. But regarding today, C.J. Abrams making his debut. Very excited. I'm going to play shortstop. Tatis' debut, he batted sixth, played shortstop. Today, C.J. Abrams is batting eighth, playing shortstop. So um, very exciting for, for C.J. I think he's going to have a solid day. I'm hoping to see like a hit or two. I just want to see him flash his speed and flash the leather. I'm not I'm not expecting him to be fantastic at the plate, but I'm hoping he can provide a spark that this team needs because, like, was it just me or did it feel like the same as last year. Like it felt like, and I don't, I'm not trying to overreact to one game, but just the vibe, you know, the vibe felt kind of similar to me, but um, yeah, I think CJ is going to provide some, some excitement and I'm really excited to see him tonight. Um, yeah. That's about all I can say. Hopefully, hopefully the tide is turned because I know the past couple of years we've rocked Madison Bumgarner and sucked against Merrill Kelly. So hopefully we rock Merrill Kelly and sucked against Madison Bumgarner. 
yeah i think isaac i think it's definitely fair to bring up like it did kind of have the feeling of just like i don't know just kind of like a a flat offense i guess last night i would say that the only guy that provided a lot of energy you kind of felt like oh this guy's feeling it was hasiang kim um and we talked about him a little bit before he he didn't even have a hit but good good at bats stole a base I think you're going to see like that similar energy with CJ Abrams. And that's why I'm super pumped about it. Um, I think in terms of for CJ, I mean, I feel like what I want to see is I want to see him get on base. I want to see him steal a base. I want to see him. I want to see him be a run producer being in the eight spot. I think, I think that's a good spot. He has Alfaro hitting right after him today. And then you got Grisham and Machado after that. So next three hitters after him are really good. So, well, Two of I think two of them are really good. I think you have Grisham against a righty. That's a very plus matchup there. Um, and then also, I mean, Alfaro's done well against righties also. So we'll we'll see how it plays out. But I'm pumped for CJ Abrams. I hope he gets a hit. I I think what I want to see is I want to see him get a hit, and then I want to see him steal a base and score a run. I'd be very very happy with that. Now that might be kind of a lot to ask for, but I feel like everyone like oh it's it's this guy's debut. Hopefully it's a home run. I I think I just want to see a base hit. I think that'd be awesome. Um, but I also do want to see that energy from him because. This team, when Tatis is out or when Tatis isn't producing like he normally does, it just feels kind of gone. Um, they're gonna need they're gonna need CJ Abrams to be a great player this year. I feel like that's kind of gone under the radar. Like this offense is, and we were talking about it. Don't want to overreact after one game, but we've brought it up throughout the offseason. This offense offense isn't very good. Like this is most likely gonna be a below average offense. And when you don't have Tatis there, you're gonna see them struggle a lot. Like. Last night, Bumgarner pitched three innings, wasn't very good, and then you went to the Diamondbacks bullpen and you scored two runs. So, like, you got to have guys that can get on base, get in the scoring position, and I think CJ's that kind of guy. What do you have to say, Isaac? One run off the bullpen. Oh, yeah, one run off the bullpen, two runs total. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just, like, it's just a little bit frustrating. you you got to get kind of a spark plug there, and I think CJ can be that guy. Um so kind of shifting gears a little bit, still still talking about CJ, but the NL Rookie of the Year. So I'll tell you guys right now, I put some money on it. I like CJ Abrams to win this award. I think it'd be super sick. Right now, he's at plus 800. Um, so pretty pretty like unlikely, I guess, that he would win it. Um, when I went through, and this is like odds compiled for all of the NL Rookie of the Year, he was listed as fifth behind Seiya Suzuki, who's the favorite. O'Neill Cruz, who's second, but he's currently in the minor leagues. Hunter Green, who's a starting pitcher on the Reds. We talked a little bit about him. Uh, I think it was me and Isaac a while back. I think it was in a live stream. Um, and then Bryson Stout, who's a shortstop on the Phillies. It's kind of weird. He's blocked by by Gene Segura there. But I feel like CJ should probably be third on the list, if not higher. I think you can definitely make the case for, I mean, of course, Seiya Suzuki and, and uh, Hunter Green, but... I feel like after them, he's he's pretty likely to win it. So, Chase, what do you feel about the odds of of, of CJ Abrams ending up be, being the NL Rookie of the Year? I know we haven't seen a plate appearance yet, but you know, projecting and kind of looking at this award race because I feel like this is one that you know we might see the Padres end up winning with CJ Abrams winning the award. I definitely say he's probably the third the third favorite. I mean, you have Seiya Suzuki who. He's an incredible batter. It's going to be his first year in the MLB. There's going to be some adjustments made. And, you know, he's had the experience of really, really good success in Japan. 
we saw that it took Otani a little bit of time to adjust to the MLB, but when he did, he was able to hit the ball incredibly well. So I'm expecting him to maybe take like a month or two. And for Abrams, it really just depends on how many days he's going to be playing. Because like if it's going to be like every day he gets one day off, one day on, it might be a little bit harder for him to adjust as where um, say Suzuki's probably going to be playing every single day unless he needs a break. And for Hunter Green, guy is electric. 102 miles an hour. That's crazy off the mound. Um, I don't know how his stuff's going to play in the MLB. He is playing it with the Reds, so he might be susceptible to home runs, and that might affect it a little bit. But my main concern with Abrams being a favorite is, is he going to get enough playing time to get the proper adjustments in the MLB to prove that he is the rookie of the year compared to the other two? Yeah, man, uh, you brought up Hunter Green. He's the same age as us, and and uh, he's been throwing over 100 since high school. So he's been electric for a really long time now. He's been a fantastic player. Um, Seiya Suzuki is kind of weird. I, I think a lot of people could make the case like, he was a lot more developed than, you know, at least he was a lot more developed than Hassan Kim was for sure coming out of the KBL. Um, and he's a lot better of a hitter. But it's kind of been a routine where some of these guys that come from from the, you know, Japanese leagues, all that kind of stuff, struggle for a little while at least. So I don't know if I'd put my money on him unless he goes on like on some crazy second half season surge, kind of like Bryce Harper did last year. That's what ended up helping him win the MVP. Um and I think a lot of these stats, a lot of these awards are kind of based off how you do in the second half. Like, for example, Fernando was a lot better than Bryce Harper was um, for a longer period of time. However, because Bryce Harper was better from around late July to the end of the season, he won the MVP. So regarding C.J. Abrams, you're right, Chase. It's going to depend on how often he plays. It's clear that they don't want to play him against lefties. However, if he hits well enough, he's going to force their hand to where he's going to have to get playing time against lefties. And that's going to be up to C.J. Abrams to perform to that level. Um, Jake Cronenworth did it his rookie year where he was performing so good, they just couldn't afford to take him out. Even when, you know, I forgot how many games in he was, and I even forgot the lefty they were facing, but I was thinking, oh, we might not see Jake today. And there we saw Jake plugged in at first because um, he forced their hand, and he was fantastic his rookie year, and hopefully C.J. Abrams is able to carry that, uh, you know, kind of the rookie torch also in terms of batters. Fernando was great his rookie year. Jake was great his rookie year. Um, I know it doesn't happen often for us, Padre, for uh, this Padres organization, but those two specifically were high. Jake wasn't highly touted. Fernando definitely was. Hopefully another highly touted prospect is able to, to come through and, and put himself in that rookie of the year race. I think where he's going to separate himself from the others is how many stolen bags he's going to play. Or I'm sorry, I said stolen bags he's going to play. Stolen bags he's going to – how many stolen bags he's going to have is what I meant to say. Um, also, I mean, other than O'Neal Cruz, O'Neal Cruz does play a, a premium position at shortstop. Uh, C.J. Abrams does also. That might separate it also. I mean, pitcher's a premium position, but let's see how Hunter Green does first. I know pitchers generally, generally have a tougher time adapting than hitters do. That's what I think. Um, but, yeah, man, it's going to be an exciting race. I think all these prospects are, are super fun to watch. But hopefully C.J. Abrams comes out on top. And I think he has the tools to do it, uh, especially if he provides the, the versatility we think he will. That's also going to add another element to his to his argument. But let's see how he does, man. I'm very excited for tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped as well. Um, I will say it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call my shot. 
I think CJ is going to take home this award. I think that Hunter Green, if you look at if you look at Hunter Green's numbers in the minors, like I think he's going to become a good pro, but he struggled a lot last year in AAA. Um, and he definitely had some rough patches. He was pretty bad in spring too. Um, he's also playing in Great America Small Park. I, I don't think that's a plus either. <laughs> so, and it's also harder, I think, for a pitcher to win the award. I don't know. I just kind of feel like that's the case. Um, and then when you look at O'Neill Cruz, if he ends up getting a lot of a lot of playing time, I mean, the big thing for CJ is is he going to get playing time? And if he does, I mean, O'Neill Cruz not a not on a contending team, not going to be a playoff team. Say Suzuki, same thing, not on a uh, not on a playoff team. Um, I also think that Say Suzuki is going to struggle a lot this year. Um, I know that not everyone thought that, like offensively at least, he's still going to be a valuable player because he's so great defensively. Um, but I think that it could easily come between. All right, say Suzuki played more, but CJ Abrams is on a playoff team. He's like, you know, a very important piece of this Padres team. And I think if that's the case, he will win the award. Other thing I want to bring up I think CJ Abrams is the Padres X factor this year. Like, I I truly do because they need to get an impact bat. They really needed an impact bat this offseason. They didn't get one outside of Luke Voigt. If CJ is that guy, you're going to see the Padres team get a lot better. And you guys brought up he's not he, they might not hit lefties early on. If he forces their hand and he they have to give him at-bats because he's balling out, that makes this team that much better. And I think that will be very recognized throughout the league of C.J. Abrams won the job. Say Suzuki didn't have to win the job. Yeah. C.J. Abrams won the job. He earned his time, and he balled out. And I think that will ultimately win him the award. So I'm happy I put money on C.J. Um, pumped. We're in 77, which is a little bit weird, but I kind of like it, kind of dig it. Um, but yeah, so I think I think that's where I'm at with CJ. Super pumped. I think every all Padre fans are, but I think that's going to do it for this one. So thank you guys for listening. Hopefully CJ gets a hit tonight. Hopefully he ends up being the NL Rookie of the Year.